you're just going through the motions of life, but not fully living, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. It wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way. So now we're sharing what worked for us with you. We're so glad you found us. We'll bring you real life stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are so excited you're here. So if you're a first-time listener, we wholeheartedly believe that um, there's no coincidences in life. You have found this episode and found us for a reason. Um, so we're sure there's going to be something in today's um, episode for you. And then if you are a return listener, we're so excited you're back. And thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope that the information and the, the ideas and what we share um, has helped you. And if so, please pass it along to somebody else you think would enjoy it. That is the only reason we do this um, is just so Maybe you guys won't have as hard a time as we did um, finding lessons, understanding how we feel, um, finding positivity and mindset, all those things that we've spent a lot of time mining and digging for information we are putting out here to make it easy for everybody. Um, today's episode is a little bit tough episode. Um, so we're going to talk about belonging um, and then, you know, it kind of started with just a conversation Lori and I had about um, about our true feelings sometimes, which, you know, I, I think don't surprise either one of us, but kind of does. Yeah. So belonging, being connected, feeling connected to other people, all of that kind of thing. And I was telling Tanya, um, my whole life, I've sort of felt like I didn't quite fit in or didn't quite belong or was on the outside a little bit, uh, you know, and I think most people that look at me probably would never have a clue about that. <laughs> you know, she's got lots of friends, she's involved in things, she's active, um, she takes leadership roles in, in different circumstances, uh, she seems confident, you know, um, and so sometimes we we overlook that that might not be the true feelings of the person that's that's um, emoting all of, of those things. And so um, it, it's just, I feel like as I've grown as a person and done the inner work, that I, this is one of the places I've struggled a little bit. It's like whenever I feel like there's a negativity that comes up sometimes it is related to that sense of not belonging or not being included or feeling separate from well and I think you know it's interesting to say that because same thing with me if you I have I have pockets of friends. Um, you know, we have kind of have our college group, I've got a high school group, I've got an old work group, I've got kind of a new work group. Um, you know, and then I've got some acquaintances that really become good friends as we've gotten older. I've got a dance mom group. And so I'm pretty outgoing and friendly and usually kind of the one in the middle of the mix, um, planning the stuff or, or, you know, one of the first people kind of to say, yes, let's go do and help plan or make a, you know, make some effort. And 
you would, same thing. I mean, I grew up always feeling like I was kind of on the outside. And a lot of that was self-preservation on my part. My upbringing um, was, was, was not great. And so I was always pretending to try to be like everybody else. I was trying to, you know, that friend group in, in middle school, elementary school, um, I was, I was masking a lot of the pain and anger and hurt and my living situation. Um, so I was kind of always pretending. And so I had to be a little bit careful and cautious um, about, you know, how I said or what I did. And I didn't have friends ever at my house and things like that. And so I always did feel kind of on, right around the edges. And even as I became a little bit more popular in high school and kind of, you know, started a real, a real friend group, I still always felt like, even though sometimes I was the ringleader, that I was still not a fit with everybody else. And I think that's something that in all my relationships I struggle with. Um, and again, most people wouldn't know that about me. Right. I'd be surprised if most people haven't felt this way at some point in their life, um, especially with most of us having some kind of deep-rooted feelings of unworthiness or like we're not worthy or that we're not enough. Um, I think that's probably where any of that stems from is for whatever reason, we don't feel like we're quite up to par, right? We're not quite enough for whatever. Even at work, like, um, you know, I'm I'd say as I'm in middle management, I'd guess, but I'm a leader and it is lonely sometimes. And you hear people say that, that when you get into a, a place of leadership, that it can get lonely because, <laughs> you know, you, you're having to sort of step out a little bit and make sure everything's going like it's supposed to. And maybe, you know, I don't know, just being a little bit more um, careful about, you know, what we do and what we don't do and that kind of thing. But it does get lonely. And, and I even find that sense of not really fitting in there, like at work, even though I'm very successful, very successful at work. Um, even in my family, like, you know, there's a lot of age difference between me and my sisters, which creates some of it. But then it's also, you know, when you when you grow up in a family, we almost play these roles, right? And so my role is the the bossy one, the <laughs> she's going to take charge one or whatever. And that's how they see me. And that's not like if they really thought about it, I'm not really like that anymore. Maybe at one time I was, but I've, I've changed and grown. And so, you know, sort of that feeling of being a little bit outside of that dynamic because I'm not who I'm being told that I am right and so it just shows up in all aspects of life um it's just really I mean, interesting and for me I think you know it's interesting because I was always trying so hard and so I'm kind of known as the fun friend the funny one the one that's got a good comeback the one that that will take the dare the one that's always you know, maybe a little on the edge of drinking too much and, and laughing too loud and, and just, you know, having a good time. And I'm the, you know, I'm just the, the kind of known as the fun friend. So sometimes if I'm not in that mood, but I'm with a group who kind of cast me in that role, sometimes I feel like I have to pretend and play that role. Um, now, I have gotten better about it over the years, especially since we've been doing this work. And, and what I've found is sometimes when you don't play that role with people that that's what they expect, um, they aren't happy about it. Uh, you know, they're not going to say it and they don't even know they're not happy about it. But 
but the way they treat you might change a little bit. And so I have to be, I guess, trust my true self and really sometimes stand in my real truth of, I used to be that person. Sometimes it was true and sometimes it wasn't. Um, but I've really kind of dialed that back because that's really not who I am anymore. And so when we go places and everybody wants to tell a funny story about, oh, remember when Tanya X, Y, Z, sometimes I cringe and I'm like, oh, but I'm not her anymore. And can we not tell that story anymore? Um, And so it's hard because that's when you, again, you kind of feel like, okay, I'm around the edges again because I don't want to play that role anymore. Yeah. And we've done this in workshops and stuff before where you do an exercise where you ask yourself, who am I? And you just keep asking until you go a little bit deeper and who am I pretending to be? And what we find every single time that we do it is that it's those layers. It's like that layers of an onion, right? And so we we start digging those layers and it gets really vulnerable and really emotional if you did do the digging, right? And so it's like, but that's not who I really am. So I'd say, you know, when I, when I do struggle with that sense of not being included, not connecting with people, not feeling that sense of belonging, um, one of the key things is going inside and getting sort of true to but who are what is your truth like what who are you truly because if you know that sometimes the belonging and stuff doesn't matter as much if you can really tap into that and I think it 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 also makes you pick and choose when and where you go and who you spend your time with, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so instead of accepting all the invitations, um, maybe you, you don't because you don't want to play that part anymore and you really want to be true to yourself and you only pick places where you truly now belong and you feel that, that sense of connection with the right people. You know, Lori and I have talked a ton about like creating a tribe, like a, a tribe of women who are like-minded, that are somewhat local that we can, and we've got a, we've got a great tribe. They're just not local. Um, and we get together once or twice a year, but, but we've used to talk, talk about that local tribe of women who, you know, again, we can be our true selves. We can learn from, that can learn from us, that we can meet once a month. And really, you know, and I think for both of us, the reason we've had that conversation more than five or 10 times is because, we want that sense of belonging and we don't want to have to pretend. Um, I, I would say that was, you know, that's probably the driver behind that, right? Yeah. And also, you know, thinking about exactly what you're just saying, like if you can't find it, what are you going to do to establish it? Or how do you connect with people? So, you know, instead of waiting for somebody to include you in something, is it, hey, you want to go get some coffee? Or hey, you know, I've been thinking about you. I'd love to see you, you know, that kind of thing. And not always, sometimes I do the sitting back and waiting for others to include me versus taking that small baby step action that, you know, you're going to get a yes or no. It's going to be no if you don't ask, right? And so being willing and, and brave enough to reach out to people and not just assuming that they don't have time or that they, you know, whatever, whatever the silly stuff that goes through our heads is. When we, that's what I'm saying, and we create stories, right? So we, we don't get invited to something that we thought, oh gosh, gosh, that hurts my feelings, but, but we create a story around why we weren't invited. And in the end, I'm sure that it's not even close to the story we created in our head. And so then we've gotten our feelings hurt and we're in that, that vulnerable space of not fitting in, not belonging, but 
that was, and all we have to do sometimes is say, Hey, that sounds great. I'd love to go to that with y'all. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes, Oh God, come on. We'd love that. You know? And, and it was just that simple. And, and I think that sometimes we don't put ourselves out there. Yeah. Um, and it's Lori and I were just talking about, we do this in our relationships too, with our significant mm-hmm. others, right? We wait for them to plan the trip or we wait for them to plan the romantic dinner. Um, when in the end, all we want is that sense of coupling, mm-hmm. um, love, feeling, you know, feeling that partnership. And so why do we have to wait for somebody to create it for us? We can create it ourselves, right? We can yeah. say, hey, let's go dinner. Here's what I'm thinking. And we can make that effort first. And so same thing in that belonging piece, I think is, is if there are people or groups or something that you want to do or try, don't wait to be asked, insert yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So this continues to be something that comes up for me. I'm, I'm really working. I would like to get to the point where um, I'm so centered and sure of myself that it doesn't even, it's not even on my radar, that I'm not thinking about the stories. Like the story that I tell myself sometimes when I don't get invited or not included in things is, well, gosh, nobody ever considers me. Like that's the story that that I tell. I don't know if other people tell themselves those kind of things or not, but, you know, I've um, heard before, if that's the way you continuously feel, it keeps popping up for you. Like I'm going to switch in that question around and not, why are they not considering me? But how am I not considering myself? And so maybe I'm doing some things in my own life where I'm not putting myself first. I'm not considering my own feelings. I'm not listening to my true self. And so um, it's a it's a daily something I work on because it, it continues to pop up. So therefore, I haven't learned the lesson yet, right? <laughs> so I'm continuing to strive to get to that point where um, I don't need that sense of belonging because I'm so sure in myself that I don't really have that need. And then when you, like everything else, when, when you are, are sure in yourself, I think it just comes. The right, right people flow to you, the right situations, the right events, the right times. Like once you're there and you're standing in your truth, all this good stuff just starts swirling around you. And I think that that's, that's where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. You can reach us at HigherNavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Thanks for listening.